Hello, coffee lovers and avid readers. Welcome to Olive's Radio at Olive's Cafe, where we can enjoy music but talk about all things arts and humanities. Now, before we get started, feel free to follow Olive's Cafe on Twitter with the handle Olive's Cafe One and Pros and Sip on Facebook and Instagram so we can discuss on topics covered in Olive's Radio. Looking forward to our table talks. Uh, now, let's get started. So, for this topic, um, I would like to talk about the magic of fantasy. Um, in the previous season, we ta- I briefly talked about what I found in fantasy, the, 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 the actual genre for fantasy. And um, I'll just give you like a brief, brief a little brief gener- uh, definition of, the, of fantasy. Which is, it's the genre where things that are not real become real, and things that are real become magical. The genre also confronts the real pro- world problems and offers solutions through magic and other elements of fantasy. Um, when I found this definition, definition, I thought, whoa, how true is that? Especially when you're reading, um, when you're reading fantasy books in the fantasy section or watching fantasy movies. I mean, do you not see the similarities kind of sorta? Okay. Not all the time will fantasy will be similar to to um to real to the real world, but I can't help but to think that it kinda could. Um and and if anything, I, I just find that fantasy is a good way to look at to look at things in to just look at things and be like, hmm, you know what? This kind of reminds me of something. What does it remind me of? And you know, when you think that way, then you start to realize, well, like you know what? You know, fantasy seems a little bit, you know like the real life but the only thing that is different f- from fantasy different from reality with fantasy is that things are magical and it gives you a reason to escape from the real world like you know a dancing pole a dancing stick you know or a magical wand like that you won't you won't find magical wands in real life but you know what those magical wands give us bring us happiness because of how magical it is giving us some magical elements and I think that people who do read fantasy you are so in for a treat like you guys when you read fantasy it's it's really juicy I mean the way I would describe fantasy is basically adventure with extra sugar in your juice (laughs) um and you know it's it's it gets it's like really sweet it's like extra sweet so the difference between adventure and fantasy is that with adventure it's adventure is similar to fantasy um in a way that you know it talks about of obstacles and talks about and it bring and it's it's all about the journey and you I and like for characters there's you build on a positive character arc in which the you know the characters change themselves as they go on their journeys or sometimes there's like you know characters that are flat that have a flat arc and 
possibly the the world changes around them as they take on their journey um and that's what adventure is where in my opinion of course there's some there's more research more research to be done when it comes to adventure but from what i've learned about adventure and from my own opinion that i i feel i believe not i'm sorry i believe that adventure give us gives us a sense of fulfillment and give us gives us a, se- a, a a sense of growth when it comes to going on our own personal journeys like it, it gives us life lessons about our own personal journeys and how the characters can be models of change and you know i just find it i just find fancy fantasy not only fascinating but also impactful and meaningful with how I just described it. With adventure. And with fantasy, it's basically adventure, but with magic. Not just magic. You you have um, potions, you have creatures, you have adventurous trips, uh, you have weapons and tools, and you have supernatural powers. That's, to me, that's, the, well, from what I found, this is fantasy right we don't and but the thing is this we may not have magical powers or we may not have these magical elements in the real world but does that stop us from being you know magical in our own life no it doesn't it gives us a sense of empowerment you know with our actions when we make a difference in in each other's li- in each other's lives um like for example, you know how we people say, we, you know how we would say to other people, you hold a lot of power in your actions. It, it's true. Um, you know, you take a take take a look at you know doctors, take a look at artists, take a look at um, people in science, people in in humanities. They hold such great power, not just by their charm, but by their patterns. And with that type of power, we're able to move each other, right? And I feel that that we are powerful beings, just not just because we're ordinary. We can be extraordinary. And I feel that fantasy will, will you know, help us look at that. They Fantasy will... You know, it provides, it provides, let me think. It provides, um, it just provides us with, um, how do I say this? It's, it's basically like, fantasy is such a fascinating thing. And it's hard to describe it because it's so much going on with fantasy that, you know, it, it's it's basically just majestic. It's magical. And when you read a fantasy book, you'll 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 escape into that world, and that's the immersion. See, in my opinion, it's the immersion for me. The immer- like you immerse yourself into that world and say, "Wow, this this world is fascinating," and I can't believe I'm into this world. And it looks so much better than my current world. Like, 
I don't want to go, I don't want to be in reality. I want to be in this world. And it's not just fantasy that does that. It's every other genre. But I, I believe that fantasy has a stronger hold than other genres because with the other genres, it gives us, it, it becomes too similar to reality, whereas fantasy, it doesn't. Because, like I said, everything that's unreal becomes real, and everything that, does, that is real becomes magical. It becomes supernatural. Um, and what makes, and so let's talk about it. So what makes fantasy magical? You know, it, in my opinion, it, it's the world that's built around the characters. I don't know. I, I would have to talk to fantasy writers and ask them which one comes first. Is it the characters or is it the world? If it's, and, and whatever answer they give me, I mean, we can always discuss it. And, you know, if it's the characters, then it's like, okay, so you place these characters here. What kind of world are they in? So I kind of, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm answering my own question. I think it's the world that's built first. I'm not sure. It's, it's more, it's up for discussion, I believe so. It's up for discussion. So it's either, so, you know, tag me on on Twitter, Cafe one or you can tag me on my personal page, um, or tag me on Pros and Sip on Instagram or Facebook, and then let's talk about it. Which one comes first, the characters or the world? <laughs> um, and then, oh, another thing, outside of the world being built around the character and the characters are in, in, in them, is the optical obstacles that the characters face like they have these magical powers that they know or they don't know that they have and what kind of you know obstacles are they running into um you know they come across creatures they come they come across beings with uh, with their own supernatural powers and you know it, it just it uh, so on and so forth right and the last thing is, and I cannot get over this, and it's used all the time, especially in fantasy, the use of colors and other symbols to tell their stories. If you don't believe me, just watch, just read any fantasy book, watch any fantasy movie, and you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll see the amount of color being used in those, in, in, in the in those worlds you'll see you'll see the symbols that represent something and it's like it just as i mentioned before the potions the creatures the adventurous trips the weapons and tools and the supernatural powers all of these elements in fantasy they represent something individually to describe the real world right so you have like magical wands I don't know about you, but I call magical wands the extended finger <laughs> because, you know, I mean, people will call it a stick. Let's not call it a stick. Let's just call it a wand, right? But it's an extension. It's an extension to us. And when we use it, we use the, we hold on to that power and we use it to, and we wield it. We use it and we wield it to do either good or evil, 
We either are on the light side or on the dark side. Um, I know I'm using a lot of, like, Harry Potter references. <laughs> um, but there's also, like, Lord of the Rings. There's The Hobbit. Um, you know, you'll see, you'll see a lot of, you'll see a lot of it going on. And with the, all this symbol, symbol uh, symbolism and these stories, you'll find that they represent something. And you can't help but say, you know what? Yes, this is it. Um, and what can I say? Like fantasy is a, is a whole other world that is worth escaping into and honestly I can't wait to read more into fantasy and to read more into other elements in other genres um, I did finish reading this book called The Chosen and the Beautiful which is a retelling of the Great Gatsby, but told in the Jordan in the perspective of Jordan Baker, which, by the way, the cool part about jo Jordan Baker is that she holds magical powers. It's cool, right? She can actually make, um, she can actually like cut paper into um and and make them into puppets, like bringing them to life and making like like a replica of the person of. The, you know of the being that she's replicating like like this one scene where she did she cut out a she cut out a paper she cut out a picture and basically like made a puppet out of daisy from a picture and let the paper daisy go into dinner while the real daisy is a whole is a bunch of mess and she, you know, tried to make her rest so that way she can recuperate herself. Is it super recuperate? Is that the word? Well, it's to like it's to make like Daisy was resting because she was drunk. So while she was resting to become sober, the paper Daisy is out on out in dinner out during dinner time to basically represent Daisy, and then. Jordan, later on in the story, Jordan finds, um, like, a community of these artists, and, oh, mind you, um, it's, uh, Jordan Baker's Vietnamese, which is super awesome, super, super duper awesome, and so she finds herself in a community full of Vietnamese people who also cut out paper and make puppets out of paper, and the magical element is basically from um, from the paper, from making paper puppets. And I must say the story is so fascinating. Fascinating. Um, I give it. I, I think I gave it a four point five out of five. Um, the reason why for the missing point five, um, I don't know. I feel like. You know, the story could have been a little bit longer. But the thing is that it needed to be the same, almost the same length as the original story, which is The Great Gatsby. Um, I, I believe that that's the case. But if it's not the case, please let me know and correct me. But um, I, do find the, I do find the book very fascinating. I highly recommend it. Um, 
and I do hope to read more, and I do want to read more of uh, Nigi Bo's books. The next book that I want to read is The Siren Queen. Ooh, I can't wait to see that. I really cannot wait. Um, I feel like it's, this is like a mermaid story. I, I'm not sure, but I, I can't wait. So, <laughs> but because of reading that book and reading Lord of the well, reading The Hobbit, I read The Hobbit. Honestly, I should have read The Lord of the Rings first, but I, mean, I think The Hobbit, I think, you know, reading The Hobbit was a good choice, too. Um, but from reading The Hobbit and reading um, The Chosen and the Beautiful, um, I seriously think that, you know, it makes me look forward into reading more, um, reading more fantasy books. And... I honestly it's 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 very fascinating I can't I, like I, I honestly just can't repeat myself enough and I've watched plenty of of um, film that is that falls in uh, film and TV shows that fall under the fantasy genre and the magical elements Wow it makes the it makes such an ordinary story an ordinary story into something extraordinary and i believe that without these magical elements we're just having you know a drama or an adventure nothing wrong with adventure or drama nothing wrong with them but what sets fantasy apart is the magical elements and i cannot help but repeat myself um so, basically, it's, it's, I wish I can talk more about it, but I feel that this is, this is um, open for discussion. Um, and I feel that the more we talk about it, the more we can learn from each other about what, what we can do to promote fantasy more. And I will tell you this much, fantasy is widely written. Um, if you ever go to a bookstore, especially in the young adult fiction, young adult fiction, science fiction and fantasy section, um, you'll see that that section is a whole lot bigger than the young adult fiction section. But for the adult side, um, the fantasy section seems a little bit smaller than the fiction section. And I feel that... This, this is this is me this is how I feel I feel that there should be more fantasy writers and you know it, it may sound difficult to to write but it's honestly it's about world building what kind of world do you would you want to live in and then bring that world onto paper to bring it to life right what kind of magical elements do you want to incorporate in it do you want to you know add in potions to like have potions have different uh, different purpose do you want the colors to represent something um in an in either in a nation or in just in a community um it's it just all comes down to you know it just all comes down to you know allowing yourself to be magical when it comes to fantasy 
And I've noticed a lot of the times that there is very little, I don't know. I'm not seeing a whole lot of um, fantasy writing from the BIPOC community. Um, this is why I also depend on the indie community because the thing is that there's a lot of BIPOC authors who are writing fantasy and they're not being represented well represented in the to the public like their books can be in their sh in the shelves in bookstores and a whole lot of people can can um can allow themselves to read them you know and i really wish that there's a lot more of um there's a lot more of of that representation in that community, which is why I want, this is why like later on in down, down in my career, after I finished publishing my first book that I want to write a fantasy book just so that way I can finally feel that type of representation. I can start becoming that representation. Um, and you know, like I said, like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of BIPOC authors that are writing in fantasy. I'm just not seeing them in um, in the bookshelves. And I feel that if you have it readily available, meaning you have copies available, hey, contact your local um, bookstore and say, hey, I got copies available um, to sell at your bookstore. Would you be able to partner with me into selling my book into your bookstores? You know, It'll be great for representation and it'll be great um, for business as well. And there's a lot, there's a lot of fantasy readers out there. So I will say this to the fantasy writers, your sense of imagination is limitless. I'm telling you, it is limitless and it's amazing that you fit a huge world into a book. How fascinating is that? I find that fascinating. So there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Olive's Radio on Olive's Cafe. May you enjoy your coffee magically and artistically.